0: I am that I am. I am that. I am that healer. I am that provider. I am that righteousness. I am that sanctifier. I am that I am. I am your good shepherd. I am the God of recompense and reward. I am Jehovah Gamola. I am that I am. So it's always important (laughs) to have the right thoughts. And we already talked about it. Where where are your thoughts? If there are other places aside from the Word of God, Houston, we have a problem. There's a disconnect. Huge disconnect. Um, It's funny, we were, (laughs) what was I doing? Oh, filling up the car with air the other night and we put the thing on and I, I hear no noise. I'm like, what in the world? This thing is brand new, just took it out the bag. It's like four months old. There's no reason for it not to be working. And my mom said, Yeah, it did that to me the other day. Said, and so then we both looked around the corner. It was unplugged. There was a disconnect. <laughs> I was all ready to shake it and take it back. And what's wrong? It was a disconnect. It ain't had no juice. Where's your disconnect? Where's your, where's your power? Do you have a disconnect when you're constantly thinking about the situation without giving it the appropriate answer? There is a disconnect. When you know it says somewhere in this word that you are supposed to be here, and you've heard it taught in church, and you heard it there, where is the disconnect? Well, we fixed the connection on today.
1: You yeah. could have
0: mounds, and that's what the scripture says. If you can prophesy everything that happens in the next 30 seconds, it's amazing. But if you don't have love, it don't really matter. You can lay hands on everybody from from here to the other end of 73, and they all get saved and all get healed. But if you don't have his love, don't really matter. Gotta get your connection right. Same thing with your thoughts. Gotta get your connection right. Where are your thoughts leading you? Are they leading you to victory? Are they leading you to just keep pondering it and pondering it and making it worse than it is? And I'm not saying whatever's going on is not important. But I'm saying that you're out of alignment. <laughs> you're, we needed a tune-up. We got that tune-up. But now we got to keep going. Yeah. And the thing is, God is a perfect gentleman. And Pastor um, had us go to Ephesians 3 and 20. Go back there real quick. And Media, I want you to put it in the message for me. Ephesians 3 and 20. Ooh, there we go. Is this one, yes. Now, to him who, by in consequence of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly far over and above all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond, excuse me, this is the amplified, infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Now, in the message, I want to say it looked different before, there we go. It says, God can do anything, you know, far more than you could ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. He does it not by pushing us around. He does it not by pushing us around, but by working within us. His spirit deeply and gently within us. He is a perfect gentleman. Just how we were led on today, he's a perfect gentleman and even in that prayer you have a right to choose or not to but you will stay in the same spot. What a disservice to the power of the cross and the blood and all that was shed for you. You don't have to suffer. There's no, you're not, you weren't made a beast of burden. You were not made to carry any sickness or disease on this earth. You were not made to live beyond where you're supposed to be and you're a child of the most high God. So if you want to blow your nose with a 14 karat gold tissue every day, that's your business. God don't care. But the bottom line is if you are in a spot where you are keeping yourself here and you're trying to figure out why can you get past here, you need to fix your thinking. Something's going on. You need to change what's going on. And it is insanity to think that something's going to change by doing the same thing over and over again. If you know that every time you step off a curb when a car is coming, you're going to get hit. Okay. So you're going to try it again thinking, this time I'm not going to get hit. (laughs) Yes, you are. Same thing over and over again. You must change. And God is gentle with us. He doesn't push around. He would gently nudge you. You say, you know what? You need to handle that. You know what? You need to fix that. You know what? You need to change your confession on that. You know what? You need to spend more time with me. Preferably earlier than later. Lord, I know, but I got to do this, this, that, and the other. He's gentle about it. He's not going to break your arm, twist your arm, bend your arm. Now, obviously, we all pray every day. And it was early in the week, and the Lord had said something to me. I said, yes, Lord, I'm going to do it. And I did it. I'm glad I listened. Yes. <clears throat> and I had just been hearing about praise throughout the week. Praise still the hand of the enemy. And, and watching what you say, I said, yes, Lord, I'm watching what I say. He said, I hear it all the time. First thing you say gives conception. I said, I'm watching what I say. Yesterday I was at work, I knew it was going to be a busy day to begin with, and we had all these things, and I was up at the crack of dawn, and had to go somewhere else, and then had to go to work, and I was partially through the day, and everything looked like it was going okay, and I received a phone call from my mother, and um, I could hear the quiver in her voice, and I said, okay, what's going on? She says, you've got to come home, and you've got to come home right now. I said, okay all right. And I'm hearing that there's, like, terror behind her. And so I just walked out. <laughs> I walked out of my job. I just left my patient, just walked off the reservation, just wandered away. And I could, feel, I could feel my body getting hotter as I'm walking. And I can hear the Lord say, what are you going to say? And I just I said, what? He's like, what are you gonna say? And so by the time I got to the car door, I grabbed my purse, took off my lab coat, and I'm getting in the car, and I'm walking to the car, and I could hear them telling me what my grandfather would say. Well, thank the Lord. I said, Lord, I thank you that she was home. Lord, I thank you situation's okay. Now I'm still having to drive 18 miles to get to where she is. I took very little time to get there. But I watched <laughs> what I said on the way. And the issue was this. I live on the second floor and there is an apartment above mine. And they were trying to mount a flat screen TV on the wall which probably any place else it wouldn't matter, but they happened to hit the main line to our side of the building. So when they went through the plate, which should be in between the studs, the water line was also there. And the water came through out of the wall, down through our sprinkler systems into our house. (laughs) No issue of our own. Elder was sitting there, and she said she tried to get out of that house three separate times and couldn't do it. And the Lord said, nope, I don't want you to do that yet. Nope, I don't want you to go yet. I'm thankful that these are, again, times we need to make sure our hearing is correct. I know there's life going on and there are certain the issues happening. You've got to get yourself correct so you can hear God tell you what's going on with your life. You've got to hear him tell you to do that. So she didn't go. She tried three times and could not get out of that house. As she was about to go one more time, this water is coming out of the ceiling and fire alarm is screaming. <laughs> nothing that she has done, nothing that we did, but because of what was going on ahead. Even though she said she was running in circles, I know it was the Lord directing her <laughs> as to what to do next and got all of these other things going. Even in that, and hearing firemen, police officers, walking through our house, and all this other stuff going on, that it did not completely damage the most important things that were in there. And if I were home that day, we would not have been in that house, because I went out shopping. If I had been doing something else, some other kind of way, we would have missed it. And no one would have known that that had occurred until we came home and had seen the damage and would have completely wrecked everything was in there. But God, but God, we had been taking the time all week long to meditate on the word. I had every opportunity to watch my favorite shows, NCIS, CSI, Miami, they're on demand. Hawaii Five-0 and everybody, I had the opportunity to go to sleep to my favorite shows. But I took the opportunity to spend time with the word. I did not know that these morons were going (laughs) to drill a hole through the the water line for the sprinkler system and have it, I did not know that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday, that that was going to happen on Saturday. But God, if she had been insistent in not listening, if she, her hearing was not tuned to where it was supposed to be, if mine was not where it was supposed to be. Now on my way to the home, the devil had ample opportunity to talk to me. When you get there, the ceiling is going to be on the floor. All $10,000 worth of your furniture is going to be destroyed, flat screens, everything's going to be hanging out, the walls are going to fall out, the beds are ruined, all all of this stuff is flowing in my brain. I am at a crossroads. What do I do? Do I react to that thought or do I put the word of God on my mouth to stop the thought. I chose to use the word of God to stop that thought. I said, Lord, I thank you for taking care of that situation. I don't know all that's going on. I can't even tell. All I know is there is great concern in her voice. And I can hear a lot of men in that house, (laughs) which wound up being seven firemen, chiefs, and, and police officers running around in that house. But God, save the situation. House is okay. Little things are getting fixed, but everything's all right. But I could have lost the whole battle right here. You are presented with situations all the time. You can win it or lose it, and it's the battle that's going on in your mind. How are you going to address that? How are we going to address it? You've got to, you got, it, you got it. This is a testing moment, even with this. And I know everybody thinks that the ministerial staff, we don't have anything going on with us, that we live in a flower bed of ease, that we go outside and we, we pluck 20s off the tree and all that kind of stuff like nothing happens to us. But you know what? <laughs> that is not exactly the case. Yeah, we're like a tree like that. We have things going on just as you have things going on but we are presented with an opportunity just like you are. Do I use the word of God in this situation? Am I going to be double-minded? Am I going to take the world's route? Or am I going to accept and receive the peace that God has already given me yes, yes. in his word? Yes. You have an opportunity. Choose life. All right. The Bible says, I am giving you this day. You have an opportunity to, to choose death or life. And in case you're silly enough not to know, they tell you which one to choose. Choose life. (laughs) Just in case there's something wrong with you and you're not sure, it says choose life. You've got to be able to tame your mind. And that's what it was. Yesterday was a mind-taming moment. The person that did it, as I parked, now I couldn't get into our street, well, because they're Two fire trucks, fire squad, two, the two cop cars, fire chief's truck, suburban all across the street, so I couldn't even get there. As I'm walking, the individual that did it is giving me the ugly look. I said, Lord, somebody help her. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody help me. Because <laughs> I know it's this chick that has my mother upset and this water is in my house because of her. So I walked up the steps with my glasses on, and as people were on the stairway, they obviously realized that that is my house. And they're on the stairs, but they parted like the Red Sea as I walked up the steps, which is probably the best thing for them to do. (laughs) But even in that, when I got there, there was still peace. With all the drama, six guys catching water, our boots and all that kind of foolishness, all in there, all the furniture moved out the way. God said, I still have protection for you. Yes. That everything still comes out right for you. Yes. Psalm 103 yes. God makes everything come out right. Yes. Even when I couldn't get all that I everything mean, you like, I know the scripture. What do I get? One and meditate on that one and wear that one out. Use that scripture day in and day out. Meditate on that scripture day and night so that you can make your way prosperous and that you have good success. Good success and how? How is what are you going to say when the situations occur? You have a choice. You have an expected end, as it says in Jeremiah 29 and 11. You have a way out, but which one are you going to choose? Are you going to choose what the world says? You know, we've never seen anything like this. These storms come, this, that, and the other. We had an issue with the house in Philadelphia several times, and we had to stop ourselves. We had to check ourselves. We had been saying, every time it rains hard, water comes in. Every time it rains hard, water shows up. Every I am like, whoa, 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 whoa. wait a minute. What am I saying? Where am I directing this ship? I'm directing it in the wrong way. Yeah. I don't want that. That's right. So we did things in the natural to shore it up down there, and then we changed our confession." on this situation because changing our confession when it started to come with the word of God, stop the foolishness up here. It's going to come, but how are you going to stop it? Are you going to beat a thought to death with a thought? No, you're going to beat a thought to death with the word of God. With the word, not another thought. Positive thinking is nice. It's not incorrect, but it is incomplete because the word has the power. The word has the power. A gun is nice, but bullets get the job done. And I'm not saying they going to smoke anybody, but you know what I'm saying. When I was in sixth grade, I had a science teacher, and on his wall, when you come in, it says, thunder is impressive, but lightning gets the job done. <laughs> thunder is very loud, and it cracks, and does all kinds of stuff, but the one that gets the most movement is lightning. Lightning starts to fire. Lightning keeps things moving. Ask Benjamin Franklin. He'll tell you all about it. (laughs) Word is what gets it going. So when the situation comes, what am I going to do? I am going to speak the word of God. And that's going to stop it. And here's the thing. Just like that water kept dripping, even though they told me, we've shut the water off. I I said, come here. I said, but you see there's water still dripping, right? right? He's like, yeah, the water's gonna drip for a little bit longer. I said, so even though you have stopped it, there's still water coming. Yeah. He said, yeah. So just because you say a scripture one time doesn't mean that's the end of it. Right. You're gonna have to keep saying that thing over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. I'm not saying to find a scripture one time and because you know of the scripture then that should be enough. People know that there are physicians, but they don't go to the doctor. Right. Many people know that there are stores, and yet they don't go shopping. Mm-hmm. Just because you know of its existence does not mean that it is working for you. That's right. Right? right. Knowing about it is great. Using it is better. Yes. It's the using.
1: That's
0: right. I'm not just a hearer. I am a doer. I'm a doer of the word. I need you to be a doer of the word. So when the situation comes, what am I going to do? How am I going to tame my mind? I'm going to tame my mind with the word of God. Colossians 3, 1 and 2, we talked about this last week, tells us to keep our minds set. So go to Colossians 3, 1 and 2. And I'm in the message, and I shouldn't be. King James. I need you to keep your mindset. Yeah. King James says, If ye be, excuse me, if ye be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above. Where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God, set your affection on the things above and not on the earth. Now I'm going to the Amplified. Come along. There we go. If then ye have been raised with Christ to a new life, thus sharing his resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated on the right hand of God. Your reference is Psalm 110 and, uh, 110 and 1. And in 2 it says, and set your minds and keep them set. Set your minds and keep them set. Keep them set on what? On the foolishness? On the ridiculousness? on the lie, on what the doctor told you, or what you got in the mail, on the rejection notice, on the scuttlebutt that's going on at your job. No, it says keep your minds set. Set your minds and keep them set on what is above, on what's above. The higher things, the higher things, the higher things are the word of God. It's the word of God that brings peace. It is the word of God that keeps you not in peace, but in perfect peace. Right. He said, if you keep your mind stayed on him, he will keep you in perfect peace. Yeah. Wow. Perfect peace. Mm-hmm. Now, it always amazes me, and every time the Olympics come around, especially some Olympics, I'm loving watching track, and it gets me excited. And you see the guys out there, which is very important but they're out there jumping around everybody's jumping around you know and especially the the good runners so they're out there jumping and i'm like you're going to tear something by doing that but anyway so they're flailing and stretching and all this and you know chest beating and they're, they're announcing them and all this kind of nonsense and you know they're out there strutting and then they you know and they're running stride and they know how just going they're going to do it and all of a sudden you hear the man say mark which means stop your fooling around. <laughs> get your feet in the blocks is what essentially he's trying to tell you. So you know that. So they're still down there, and I'm not going down there because I'm going to need somebody to help me up, but they're still down there, and they're still shaking it out, you know, still trying to get ready, and they're giving them ample time to get their hands placed appropriately right at the line because you can't go over. It's going to be your fault. So they are ready. I mean, they're still fooling around, but they're trying to get it together. So when he sees the last person And I'm laughing at Brother Kai, because yeah, they're in there getting their mental, they're just trying to get get into it, you know, trying to get the game face on. They they ended to win it. And as soon as he sees the last person stop moving, he says set, and they rise like Jesus walked into the room. You see him, it's like automatic. It's the same thing, Kentucky Derby. Soon as they close the last door, if the jockey has his leg wrapped up like a pretzel, you're going. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's it. So he's just going to ride like a pretzel all the way down the line until the, the whole thing is over. It doesn't matter. But when they hear set, and then they hear the shot, then they're out of there. That's the way you need to set your mind. I don't care what's going on around you, I don't care if everybody's jumping up and down, if they're screaming and hollering, if they're shaking their legs and all this other kind of stuff, if they're chest beating about all the things that are going on, all the nonsense, I want you, God wants you to set your mind and keep it set. Set. Pastor said on today, we run the race, but you run the race with consistency. It says patience. But consistency. consistency, now, how is it effective for this guy to leave the blocks? He is the fastest thing on earth. He leaves the blocks, <coughs> excuse me, and then he just all of a sudden slows down. Or he's running like this. And he's like, let me stop playing, let me turn around and run. Is that consistent? Are his results going to be the same? More than likely not, because he did not run his race with patience. He did not run his race with consistency. You must run your race with consistency. I'm going to run this race regardless of what they say. I'm going to run this race whether every offense known to man comes to me or not. I'm going to run this race whether they agree with me or not. I'm going to run this race even though somebody has already told me I'm not going to win, I'm going to run this race with consistency because the word of God and the finished work of Jesus has already ensured that I have victory. You already know it's already done. You're working from a place of victory. You are running from victory to victory. That's the whole point. I'm going to win regardless. So keep your race set with consistency. Consistency. But in order to be consistent, you've got to get your mind on the things that are above. Things that are pure, that are good, that are lovely, that are of good report. Those are the things that you keep your mind set on. And when your mind is set on the word of God like that, you are not a double-minded man. Because in James it says, let not that man think that he will receive anything you won't receive anything when you're double-minded, meaning you come here on Sunday and you make every confession with the best that you can give. And you scream so loud that you get hoarse. Monday afternoon, child, I know what they said at church, but look, I ain't got no money. I got a bowl of cereal. I got old milk. And I know they said it, that I'm the head, not the tail. But this is what I got. Double-minded. Double-minded. Then you show up to church on Wednesday, praise God, God bless you, everything's okay. Put your church face on, not consistent. Thursday comes around. Can you believe my employer said that he wasn't gonna pay me today? They don't have enough money to meet payroll? Double-minded man, won't receive anything. Then you back here on Sunday, scream your confession to the top of your lungs. Have not run your your race with consistency because you have allowed things that are there to continue to ride around there instead of bringing that thought under the submission of the Word of God. Yeah. Bring it under submission. Yeah. Just like children are checked by their parents when they are checked, that's the check. That's right. Check that thought. Yeah. Check it. Yeah. Pastor Dora used to say it all the time Is there something wrong with you? When we say no, then notify your face. <laughs> <laughs> That was the story that we... Notify your face. That was a check. (laughs) Is there something going on? Child of God, born again believer, conqueror, more than a conqueror. Is there something going on? Then check yourself. Notify everybody that needs to know, this is not my reality. I am more than a conqueror. God says I am above only and never beneath. I always ride and soar above the situation. I don't care. Check yourself. You constantly have to make checks to what's going on. Make the check. Check it. Stop playing. And that's what it comes down to. Stop playing. You see the kids acting up, you looking at them, you like, you know what? stop playing. And here you go. That was a check. Child of God, look yourself in the mirror. Check yourself. Check yourself. Jesus went to the cross for you to have victory. He bled, died, and was rose risen again for you to stand there and say, you know what? That's not my reality. I am already healed from the crown of my head to the soles of my feet down to the marrow and sinew of my bones. I'm going to have to check myself. That's right. Bank account, you've got to get in line. Lord says he understands the trials, the tribulation, but he said that I am rich oh, right. and I am the redeemed of the Lord and I say so and I say that I am rich. That's so right. every bill that comes into my house, I've got more than enough money to pay every bill that comes into this That's house. Right. From now until Jesus comes back for me, check yourself. That's right. Check yourself. Check yourself. Yes, you. I had to stop myself. Said, "Oh, you know, I'm gonna do this." I said, "But it might be lean." And Lord said, "Do you want it to be lean?" I said, "No, I don't want it to be lean." He said, "So then stop saying that." Right. I said, "Not gonna be lean. It's gonna be fat, That's right. and I'm gonna have everything that I need." He said, "Yes." Now, in saying that, I changed the direction of my ship That's right. from going that way to this way. Did it happen immediately in my vision? No, but did it happen immediately in the spirit? You better believe it did. Same thing with the fig tree. Jesus didn't just walk up to the fig tree because he had nothing else to do. He spoke to the fig tree because that thought was trying to be planted that it was not going to go the way he said. Didn't die that the, child, that the disciples could see right then. Did it die in the spirit? You bet it did. And when they came back, what was it? Dead. Jesus is like, well, look, you ain't going to feed me, you ain't going to feed nobody else. Because, I mean, <laughs> you ain't feed me, you ain't going to feed nobody. I'm just trying to tell you. But he had an opportunity to let the thoughts change. I heard several counts over and over about uh, John G. Lake. Is it John G. Lake? Yes. Yeah. Is it John G. Lake? I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Several occasions he had people that had died and people that were sick, and you know, he went and grabbed somebody out the casket and they were like, stand them up, and the person dropped to the ground, and he said, Do it. He said, Get them up, and they're like, What is wrong with you? And then, you know, the body dropped to the ground, and then like there are people climbing up, stop that man! What's wrong with them? What are you doing? He said, Pick them up. Yeah, yeah. When he picked them up, they came back. Yeah. They came back. He had, Smith Wigglesworth, excuse me, he had an opportunity to let what he saw change his confession. He had an opportunity to let everybody else's reaction to that stop him from doing. He had an opportunity. He had the opportunity, but he kept going, which is why we are so on everybody. Look, watch what you let come into your ear, Gate. Watch what you let come before you. We've said it several times. Apply for different things, and they're telling us that we didn't get it, and the notices are coming in. You've got an opportunity. Shut it down. Check yourself. No, the Lord said it's mine already. I don't care if I continue to get them. And we happen to continue to get them with the car sitting in the driveway. Happen to continue to to get them, and already in the house. It It doesn't matter. You don't let this stop your confession. And what are we doing when we're shutting it down? We're shutting it down. We're taming our minds yes. with the Word of God. Yes. Check yourself. Yes. Check yourself. What are you doing every time? So and so and so. Do you want it every time? If you don't want it every time, then you change your confession. That's right. that's if you don't want—I'm just saying—if if that's what you want—if that's what you want, you know. I heard uh, Brother Winston say. His wife told him. He said, you know what, every time? She said, honey, if that's what you want, I agree with you. He's like, "You know, you didn't use my own material on me. He said, no, you didn't. But she was right. <laughs> he said, how are you going to use my message on me? But she was right. If that's not what you want, stop saying it. Bring that thought under submission. And you bring it under submission with the word of God. Not just you. Not mental assent. That is not my thought. If I stand in the middle of 73, I won't get smoked. Yes, you will. <laughs> Tell us what you want to wear, because you can't do that, okay? Don't do that. You don't bring these thoughts under submission with a thought. You do bring them under submission with the word of God. That's 2 Corinthians ten, three through 5, somewhere around there somewhere. And again, didn't get to where we are supposed to be. But you know what? This is what you need. <laughs> the Lord knows what we need, and when we hear it, we hear it. First of all, you've got to get in a place of praise. But you can't get in a place of praise if you don't know what you have that will cause you to stay in a place of praise. That's right. That's one of those things. Which means you're going to have to spend time with the Word of God. I would love to come around and do a little tiny you know, little tiny craniotomy, little right there, and just go ahead and shove all the word in there that you can get it. Or like, you know, on a matrix, when they clip in the back of the neck and give them everything, they need. I would love to do that. Right in the back of the cerebellum. Just give me whatever you need so you'll know how to, you know, drive an airplane, helicopter, whatever. Just give it all back to you so you can know how to do it right. I can't do that for you. So you're gonna have to spend time with the word of God. You're gonna have to turn off the TV. Yes, I know. Yes, you're gonna have to turn off the TV and have Bible study by yourself. All the things that you're hearing, all the word that you get here on Bible study, go to the SoundCloud and hear it all over again. Go to previous messages, go through the notes that you bothered to write in your beautiful journal and go through the message with the word. That's the thing. Even though we're here and I know we're writing notes and all that kind of stuff, I need you to take the time of the same message and then go through and Listen and write some more stuff in between what you heard. Because there are other things going on. Things, this is happening, baby's crying, somebody walked in, somebody tripped and fell, somebody said, do you need an nap or tissue? You've missed five important parts that you needed to hear. But when you take the time to spend with the word of God, yes. you can sit there, and as you're sitting there, the God will impress upon you, you know what, now I need you to go to this scripture. That's revelation. So you get the cross reference reference of the cross reference, and he'll send you here, and he'll send you there. You're like, mm, that's good. He said, yes, let's go somewhere else. And he gives you another scripture. Lord, is this what you're trying to tell me? Yes, this is what I'm, Okay, that's good. And then he'll lead you right here so you can hear that word. And then once you're in that spot where he knows that your hearing is tuned into him because you're just following. Lord, you said you know, walk three steps to the right. You got it. Okay, where do you want me to go? Okay, you want me to come up to? All right, I'll come up to. You want me to go over here? I'll do that. Now that he knows that he has your hearing, yeah. the thing that you've been coming to him for, Lord, this is what's going on. Lord, I need a better job. Lord, this is where I wanted to move. Lord, this is what I need to happen in the situation. Now you will get the Ramah word, the yeah. spoken word of God regarding your situation. You know how good that is? How ridiculous is it for you, which I think this is disgusting, but how ridiculous is it for you to borrow somebody else's mouth guard that is set for their teeth? Why would you put that in your mouth? It's not made for you. The beauty of playing any sport is allowed to get your own mouth guard when you put it in the hot water and you take it out and then you put your teeth in there and it's shaped to your teeth. When you spend time with the word of God and he can speak to your spirit and you need to know what to do next, when he knows he has your hearing, he gives you direction about your situation and your situation and your situation. Your way of escape has already been made, but now he needs you to walk out the plan that he made for you. The plan that nobody knew was there, the way out that was just created not just created but created in your hearing so that you understand this is where i need to go so this is where i wanted to be all along you know when you're playing a video game and this is at the end and it's got the little circle around you or the star that's where you're supposed to end up this is where you're supposed to end up you've been doing it a whole bunch of other ways and haven't gotten to that point yet but in taming your mind bringing the thoughts under submission spending time with the word of god following his direction, go here, sit there, don't speak, yes talk, don't talk, you're going to get to the star, you're going to get to the spot, to where he wants you to be, and that's Jeremiah 29, the thoughts and plans that he has for you, of good and not of evil, of an expected end, and your expected end is long life, to the full, in abundance, till it overflows, stand to your feet, till it overflows because you've tamed your mind. Yes. And once you have the word of God, he can keep you in perfect peace. Yes. Perfect peace. Yes. Once the sensationalism is out of the way, once the drama's out of the way, and I had thought I had more drama than I ever wanted to see yesterday, all these jokers running through this house with boots on, water's dropping, buckets everywhere, firemen in tarp, police officers and everything. At the end of the day, when we went to sleep, last night, I slept so hard, I probably was snoring because my voice was hard, was, was sore this morning. I don't, I, don't, I don't sleep like that. But it had to be good. You know what I'm saying? When you sleep that hard, it, it must have been good. But you know what? That was called blessed rest. Why did I have blessed rest? Because I had d- declared from the beginning how that situation was going to end. You have the right, you have the right, you have the right to declare the end from the beginning. Yes. Even in the face of ugly, you can still say, Lord, I come out on top. Yes, right. Lord, I thank you, I'm the head and not the tail. I'm yes. above only, I am never get beneath. Lord, I thank that I am the righteousness of God. Lord, I thank you that I overcome every obstacle. I soar over like an eagle. You have the opportunity to speak and redirect your ship. Change the helm, H-E-L-M, change the helm of the ship. Now, if you've been in a position where you know you've been flapping your jaws and haven't exactly been saying the right thing, well, you know what, Lord, we thank you. We declare on this day that there's a crop failure for all the things that we have spoken yes. against us, yes. our situations, yes. our finances, yes. our families, right now in the name of Jesus. Yes. We call the crop failure yes. right now in the name of Jesus. From this day forward, come on church, repeat after me. From this day forward, From this day forward I choose, I choose to, speak to speak the word of God, word of God. In, in and out. Of every, situation, of every situation I will see, I will see, the, see end the end of my faith, of my faith. I, am I am the regimes the redeemed of the Lord, of the Lord. And, Lord. I so. and I say so I walk in peace, walk in peace. perfect peace, I perfect because, peace. Because, I because I keep my mind, my mind stayed, on stayed on him I am, I am the, righteousness the righteousness of God, of God. I am the heals protecting my health from sickness and disease. I declare it is so now in Jesus' name. She's looking for it. Yeah, I've written that down early this morning. I'm like, wait a minute. We've called a crop failure to all the things that we've spoken against the way we want it to be. In Isaiah 55, it says that the word of God should not return unto him void, but it shall accomplish that to where it was sent. You want your words to accomplish what it was sent. Lord, I thank you that I'm healed. Oh, but my back's hurting. Lord, I thank you that I have more than enough Y'all, we're going to be broke this week until I get paid next week. Uh-uh. We've called a crop failure today. A crop failure. A crop failure. I don't care how far along you are in the situation. It doesn't matter. God is a perfect gentleman. And he made us to be speaking spirits. Hallelujah. In the beginning. Hallelujah. He said, let us make them in our image. Meaning, let us make them Speaking spirits. Yes, we all speak. Dogs are speaking in their own way, but they don't have the power that we have. Right. We have creative power yes. in the tongue that God yes. gave us. Glory. You have a right, yes. a blood bought right, yes. to change and rearrange the situation to turn around for your good. Right. Repeat after me I am blessed. I am, blessed. I am, prosperous. I am prosperous. I am strong. I am, I am, healthy. I am healthy. Talented. Yes creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, attractive, well-liked. I have a good personality. The right people are in my future. The right opportunities are headed my way. I will accomplish my dreams. I will overcome every obstacle by the blood of the Lamb. 2013 is my year, is my year, is my year. Things have been shifted in my favor. Things have been shifted in my favor. God is about to show out in me and in me will be seen something that has never Been seen before. It's bigger, it's better, greater than anybody has seen, imagined on this day. I declare I am the redeemed of the Lord. And I say so now, 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 in Jesus' name and through his blood. Come on, church, give him glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you,